Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. The Democrats, they are using the border as camouflage for destroying America. Let's talk about it. or where they went, they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone. And hello everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Typically I start off with the topic of the day, but we're gonna change it up a little bit here. We're gonna talk about President Trump and the Supreme Court. We have some audio clips where they were discussing about President Trump being able to remain on the ballot or being removed from the ballot. And the Supreme Court is actually discussing it right now. We have audio for that that we're going to play for you. Now think about this. The Democrats, they will do anything and everything possible to attack President Trump to try to keep him off the ballot. They were hoping, and I'm telling you right now, they were hoping going into this into this discussion with the Supreme Court about whether or not President Trump can remain on the ballot when they had those three judges saying that President Trump does not get immunity from the stuff that was happening. No immunity. Remember? Because they, they, they got three liberal judges to side with the Democrats saying that, nope, President Trump can be held responsible for anything and everything that happened while he was in office. And they were hoping just in time before the Supreme Court that it would work into their favor. Well, what's really interesting is what you hear in these audio clips that we have for you. And when it gets to Kentaji Jackson Brown, you can tell the difference between her following the U.S. Constitution, which she's not, versus the others that is actually following the U.S. Constitution. But listen to this. This is a young lady talking about President Trump being off the ballot and what they're trying to remove President Trump. This is such an explosive information. Is absolutely explosive. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to testify today. The American system of self-governance is under attack. Instead of an election day where everyone votes at the same time and with the same full set of information, votes are counted quickly and everyone promptly knows and trusts the outcome, we now have lengthy election seasons that can last months prior to and even after election day. The situation is so absurd that we have presidential and gubernatorial debates weeks after some people have already voted. Instead of having total security and a verifiable chain of custody for ballots being issued, cast, and counted, we flood addresses across the country with tens of millions of unsupervised mail-in ballots months ahead of elections, frequently to locations from which voters, if they're even alive, have long since moved. Instead of having election administration that is rigorously nonpartisan and impartial under the law, we have allowed the private takeover of government election offices by partisan oligarchs and their armies of activists who use those offices and their authorities to tilt the election toward favored candidates. 
Instead of voters being able to vote for the candidate of their choice, powerful interests backed by wealthy oligarchs are working to remove the most popular candidate and the ruling party's chief opponent from the ballot in a move reminiscent of Soviet Russia. Let me stop it real quick. Do you know who she's referring to? She's referring to President Trump. This is the Democrats want to remove President Trump from the ballot. And the only other time that Democrats have ever removed anyone from the ballot was Abraham Lincoln. They removed him from 10 states because they were afraid that Abraham Lincoln was going to take away their property, which ended up being the case because they wanted to succeed from the union. If the Democrats would have never jumped the gun during that time, they still would have had their property, but they lost their property going to war. The Democrat parties have always been at war with the Republican Party ever since they lost the first civil war. And she's talking here about them trying to do everything they can to remove President Trump. Now, this is just a hearing talking about it in the different states. But the, the, the clip that I have for you after this, you're going to hear from the Supreme Court. You're going to hear them in their arguments about this. If that weren't enough, instead of the top candidates chosen by the people being able to fully engage in a vigorous campaign heading into an election, we have one side actively attempting to throw its opponent in prison and bankrupt his family. Again, reminiscent of Soviet Russia. Right. And and wait a minute. Think about this really quick. When you hear the left, they're constantly saying that President Trump is a dictator. He's wanting to take his political opponents and put him in jail. Everything that they say that they want that President Trump wants to do, they're actually attempting to do it right now. They already have political prisoners, already have political prisoners. They want to put President Trump in jail. Same thing. And it's like they get their eyes gloss over. They become like deaf. They can't hear anything when it's about them doing exactly what they're blaming President Trump for wanting to do. Of a system of rule of law that gives Americans the same rights and due process, the Department of Justice and other partisan actors are prosecuting their opposition, whether powerful or lowly, and doing so in places where partisan juries will ensure a quick conviction. Instead of a free and independent press that shares news and information to help inform voters, we have a press that is almost exclusively the arm of one political party and is so corrupt that it is willing to perpetrate hoax after hoax against opposition party members. Instead of a vibrant public square where Americans can debate issues and express their strongly held views, we have an elaborate censorship industrial complex where the government works hand in hand with tech oligarchs to suppress and blacklist debate on all the important issues that contribute to election outcomes. This is something I know firsthand because our government worked with tech companies to censor me for my election reporting. Allowing just one of these attacks to infect our electoral system would be a crisis. Allowing all of them at the same time is an existential threat to our system of self-government. In my best-selling book on how election administration has been co-opted by groups seeking political power, I reported on a new phenomenon in the 2020 election that has already severely eroded trust and needs to be addressed decisively. In the last presidential election, nonprofit groups with very strong ties to the Democrat Party and funded by one of the world's wealthiest and most powerful men, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, took over government election offices, most notably in the Democrat areas of swing states. Since then, 
the efforts by partisans to further infiltrate government election offices to ensure favorable outcomes have only increased. I mean, you know, I heard about Mark Zuckerberg putting, helping getting these drop off boxes where you can just go and drop off however many ballots you want into the box. You know, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. And apparently you can fill them all out. They're not going to verify them. They don't care about the signature. You know, you can probably hold the pen in different ways just to, you know, do a different name because it'd be different every time. But all of them, all of them working with the tech companies have become completely corrupt. Mark Zuckerberg, and it's not even just a fascist book, YouTube, Google, they're in the mix as well. And formerly Twitter. X, formerly known as Twitter, they were in the mix as well. All of the tech companies that pushed and advertised for every single American to get on their platform, they pushed it for everybody. It went, it had, you know, when, when I remember when Twitter first came out and everyone was like, what is this thing, Twitter? What is this thing, Twitter? And everybody started getting on it because they didn't, for, oh, this is a way for us to communicate that, you know, just post stuff, news articles, read articles, you know, post comments, just say whatever it is you want to say. And everybody was encouraged to get on Twitter. And then people were encouraged to get on Facebook. Remember even MySpace, people were encouraged to get on these platforms. The tech companies encouraged everybody in the country to get on them. I'll never forget it. Even YouTube had videos encouraging people to quit their jobs and do be content creators on YouTube. And then when you got on YouTube after quitting your job and you started talking about politics and religion, started talking about stuff that got under their skin, they deemed you as dangerous. And then you lost your channel. You lost your income after they asked you to quit your job in the first place. And then the government comes along because of Section 230. They can't go and tell the American people not to say certain things. So they use big tech companies as a proxy to censor the American people when it came to election, when it came to Hunter Biden, when it came to the COVID, when it came to anything that the tyrannical left did not want to hear. The federal government used big tech as a proxy to hinder our First Amendment rights. That's why I say that everything that they're constantly talking about with when it comes to the First Amendment, when the big tech companies saying that their businesses, their private owned businesses, when the federal government went to them and started having them censor stuff, all that's out the window. I don't know why a lawyer hasn't gone after them for that reason alone. Am I missing something? Section 230 was actually overlooked, per se. Section 230 is meaningless at that point when the federal government and you know what big tech companies because of Section 230, you know what big companies do because Section 230, the big tech companies, they're not supposed to block people from saying whatever it is that they want to say. That was the reason for Section 230, because then tech companies will not be held responsible for what you or what Will Johnson puts onto the tech companies. The individual person will be held responsible. So they said, well, we're going to allow people to say what they want to say. They used the proxy. They went to third party fake fact checkers and they used those fake fact checkers to determine rather you saying something that they believe should be on a platform or not. So then they turn around and say, well, we're not the ones doing it. There's a third party that actually did it. Proxies. They use proxies to get around everything. 
They need to be dismantled. They need to be broken up. Let me share some of this one with you. This is the first one I want to share with you about this hearing, but with the Supreme Court having their arguments about, about whether President Trump remaining on the ballot or not. Listen to Katanji Brown Jackson. Her argument is that President Trump actually did commit an insurrection. And he clearly didn't commit an insurrection. No one showed up to the Capitol with firearms. Nobody, not a single person showed up with firearms to do anything. They wanted their grievances heard. Listen to this. The Colorado Supreme Court concluded that the violent attempts of the petitioner supporters uh, in this case to halt the count uh, on January 6th qualified as an insurrection uh, as defined by Section Three, and I read your opening brief to accept uh, that those events counted as an insurrection, um, but then your reply seemed to suggest that they were not. So wh what is your position oh, as to that? We, we never accepted or conceded in our opening brief that this was an insurrection. What we said in our opening brief was President Trump did not engage in any act that can plausibly be characterized as insurrection. All right, so why would this not, not be an insurrection? What is your argument that it's not? Your reply brief says that it wasn't because I think you say um, it did not involve an organized attempt to overthrow right. the government. So That's one of many reasons. But for an insurrection, there needs to be an organized, concerted effort to overthrow the government of the United States through violence. And this and so riot the point that is that a chaotic effort to overthrow the government is not an insurrection? No, we didn't concede that it's an effort to overthrow the government either, Justice Jackson. Right? None of these criteria were met. This was a riot. It was not an insurrection. The events were shameful, criminal, violent, all of those things. But it did not qualify as insurrection, as that term is used in Section 3. Thank you. Because, thanks. You see, and then she cuts him off really quick. Like, oh, my goodness, he brought up the facts. Thank you. Shut him up. Shut him up. She wants to go after President Trump. She's a tyrant. She shouldn't even be there. She shouldn't even be there. Pharma hats are where style and leather come together to create exceptional headwear. Proudly made in the USA, experience craftsmanship like never before, and they're 100% leather hats, handcrafted in the heart of Minnesota, USA. Their premium full grain cattle leather ensures unparalleled quality and durability for all your outdoor adventures. Amazing features include 50 plus UV protection, water resistant, foldable design that is convenient on the go. Effortlessly stow your hat in the free travel bag provided and the vintage oiled wax finish that only gets better with age. Whether you're hiking through rugged terrain, enjoying a day at the beach, or simply strolling through town, these hats are the ideal choice. As a UFA producer, you see me wear mine every day, and everywhere I go, I get compliments and asked where I get mine. Don't miss out on the chance to own a hat that seamlessly blends fashion, functionality, and quality. Visit UniteAmericaFirst.com and go to our merch page today and discover the world of handcrafted leather excellence. Elevate your adventure, elevate your style, shop now. Many people tell you to buy gold and silver, which is not a bad idea. The only problem is you can't eat gold and silver. What do you think will be one of the most valuable things when the recession hits the bottom? Seeds. More specifically, organic seeds. Just to name a few. Sunflower, carrots, broccoli, cucumber, milkweed, lettuce, tomatoes, jalapeno, and many more. There is nothing like growing your own food and being able to prepare it, cook it, and eat it. 
Go to UnitedAmericaFirst.com, click on Conservative Shop, click on Living Seed Company. You get 10% off when you use promo code WILL. You have the power to get prepared today. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. back everybody and let me go back to some more of the some more of this uh hearing that's taking place with the audio that's that's coming out or right, it's not a hearing it's their arguments on the supreme court about whether or not president trump can remain on the ballot now i just played the one with kanji jackson kanji jackson brown where she is advocating she wants president trump off the ballot she wants him off i mean she, listen to this one listen to this one uh, the, the concern was that the former Confederate states would continue being bad actors. And the effort was to prevent them from doing this. And you're saying that, well, this also authorized states to disqualify candidates. So what I'm asking you for, if you are right, what are the examples? Well, Your Honor, the examples are states excluded many candidates for state office, individuals holding state offices. We have a number of published cases of states. I understand that. I, I understand the states controlling state uh, elections and state positions. What we are talking about here are national candidates. Uh, the I understand. Uh, you look at Foner or foot shelby foot or mcpherson they all talk about of course the conflict after the civil war and there were people who felt very strongly about uh retaliating against the south the radical republicans uh, but they did not think about authorizing the south to disqualify national candidates and that's the argument you're making and what i would like to know is you give is uh do you have any examples of this Many of those historians have filed briefs in our support in this case, making the point that the, the, the idea of the 14th Amendment was that both states and the federal government would ensure rights, and that if states failed to do so, the federal government certainly would also step in. But I think the reason why there aren't examples of states doing this is an idiosyncratic one of the fact that elections worked differently back then. States have a background power under Article II and the 10th Amendment to run presidential elections. They didn't use that power to police ballot access until about the 1890s. And by the 1890s, everyone had received amnesty and these issues had become moot. So I don't think... You hear this? I mean, their argument is just trying to make up a reason to my what elections were different back then. 
Elections were different. Yeah, you know what? Elections were different then. People went on election day and they voted, right? They went one day voting. Now the Democrats, they want multiple weeks of voting. The Democrats want voting to continue until they get the numbers that they're looking for. So if they have to slide something in here, slide something in there, they, they'll do that. Voting is completely different. They have machines that they want to use now. It used to be paper ballots. So, of course, the voting is different. But the problem here is that the Democrats are making up a reason for President Trump not to be on the ballot. They're literally taking the votes away from the American people. They're saying they're telling you who you can and cannot vote for. And they're constantly screaming a doc- democracy, a democracy. Well, in a democracy or when you utilize a democracy, democracy means that you get to select the person that you believe best fits your values, the ideals on what you believe in. That's how you get to exercise the democracy in a constitutional republic. But they don't want you to even be able to exercise the democracy they keep talking about that they want to protect. Here's another one I want to share with you. Listen to this one. He speaks about disqualification from holding office. You say he is disqualified from holding office from the moment it happens. Correct, but nevertheless... So, so it, it operates, you say, that there's no, no legislation necessary. I thought that was the whole theory of your case. And no procedure necessary. It happens automatically. Well, certainly you need a procedure in order to have any remedy to enforce the disqualification, which is I under, That's a whole separate question. That's the de facto doctrine. It doesn't work here. Okay, put that aside. He's disqualified from the moment. Self-executing. Done. And I would think that a person who would receive a direction from that person, the president, former president, in your view, would be free to act as he or she wishes without regard to that individual. I don't think so, because I think, again, the de facto Why? officer doctrine would nevertheless come into play to say this is no, the No, de facto, that, that doesn't work, Mr. Murray, because de facto officer is to ratify the conduct that's done afterwards and, and, and insulate it from judicial review. Put that aside. I'm not going to say it again. Put it aside, okay? I think Justice Lee is asking a very different question, a more pointed one, and more difficult one for you, I understand, but I think it deserves an answer. On your theory, would anything compel a, a lower official to obey an order from, in your view, the former president? I'm imagining a situation where, for example, a former president was you know, a president was elected and they were 25 and they were ineligible to no, hold office, but no, nevertheless they were no, put into that no, office. No, we're talking about Section 3. And please don't change the hypothetical, okay? I'm, please don't change the hypothetical. I know I like doing it too, but please don't do it. Okay? Well, now, the, the point I'm trying to make is He's that, disqualified from the moment he committed an insurrection. Whoever it is, whichever party, it, that, that happens. Boom. It happened. What would compel, and I'm not going to say it again, so just try and answer the question. If you don't have Fair enough, we'll move on. What would compel a lower official to obey an order from that individual? Because ultimately we have we have statutes and rules. I mean, he, you know what? He did not want to answer that question. He wanted to be evasive as much as possible. He wanted to go with a scenario or a possibility. And it was like, he's wasting their time. Because, well, you've even said it before, too. You've said, listen, what happens if Colorado doesn't put Trump on the ballot, right? And then all of a sudden, something happens and Trump says, okay, we, you know, gives a federal law. Will Colorado obey it at this point? 
if if they've deemed him is not eligible to be president? That's the question that Gorsuch is basically asking, and the lawyer couldn't even answer it. Didn't want to answer it because yeah. he already automatically knew because it doesn't fit their agenda or their perception that they want people to have about President Trump being on the ballot in Colorado. And you said there's an article where they're basically saying that it's looked like the, they're going to lean in with the Constitution and not yeah. give the these tyrants what they want. Because, yeah. again, if President Trump, when President Trump wins again in November, Colorado is going to say, well, he's not the president of Colorado because it is the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Minus Colorado. It doesn't work like that. Minus Maine. It doesn't work that way. He's going to be the president of all of these states. But yeah. the Democrats, they don't care. Yeah. They want to they want to they want to change it. Yeah. I'm telling and you. The hearing was for 2 hours, right? And so after it, this was reported on um, NBC News. They said, "Listen, the Supreme Court signals unlikely to let Colorado kick Trump off of the ballot." It says a majority of the justices appeared to think during the two-hour argument that the states do not have a role in deciding whether a presidential candidate can be barred from running under the provision of the Constitution's 14th Amendment, which bars people who engage in the insurrection. It says throughout the argument, the justices barely even touched on the media issue at the center of the case, whether Trump participated in the insurrection, the ruling is unlikely to hinge on that question. The only person we actually heard talk about it was Jackson. It says during the oral argument, justices pushed back on the idea that the provision can be enforced by the states. Roberts said the whole point of the 14th Amendment was to restrict state power from after the Civil War in an attempt to bring Confederate states into line and question why it would give states the ability to kick a presidential candidate off the ballot he said wouldn't it be the last place that you look for authorization for the states including confederate states to enforce the presidential election process taking similar approach was kavanaugh he said it was clear from the language in the 14th amendment that congress was the primary role had the primary role here it says i think the question that you have to confront is why a single state would decide whether who gets to be president of the United States. Kagan said that. Who is one of the three liberal justices, by the way, Will? She said it seems like a extraordinary, it sounds quite extraordinary, doesn't. Justice Barrett says it doesn't seem like a state call. And then it says Roberts predicted that if the Colorado ruling was upheld, some states would then kick off other presidential candidates off the ballot, both Republicans and Democrats. Well, they don't care. All they want to do is kick Trump off and then they'll deal with that later on. Yeah, but it would cause chaos, right? And Katan J. Brown said one of the liberals once again appeared to agree, asking why the authors of the 14th Amendment would have designed a system that could result in uh, interim disuniformity in this way. She said, where we have elections pending in different states, suddenly saying, you're not eligible, you're not. So she seemed to agree with the whole premise of keeping Trump on the ballot. Well, of course, of course she does. Well, let's listen to this clip of President Trump because he's kind of chiming in about everything that's happening to him. Every one of these cases you see comes out of the White House. It comes out of Biden. It's election interference, and it's really very sad. Uh, I thought the presentation today was 
a very good one. I think it was well-received. I hope it was well-received. You have millions of people that are out there wanting to vote, and they happen to want to vote for me or the Republican Party, or whatever you want to, however you want to phrase it. But I'm the one running, and we are leading in every poll. We're leading in the uh, local polls, in the state polls, and we're leading in the swing state polls, and we're leading very big in the national polls. So it's been a very great honor. We love the country. I think the reason we have such big leads, frankly, is that they loved four years of us compared to the three years plus the three years that they've gone with Biden, where you have open borders, you have crime. Nobody's ever seen crime like this, what's happening. And now the crime is being committed, much of it by the migrants that have come in illegally to our country. Yeah. And you know what? They don't want anyone to refer to the illegal migrants, illegal aliens as illegals coming into the country. And one of the things that we're going to talk about when we come back from the break is how the illegals, the Democrats are calling them migrant Americans. Is that how you said it? You'll see. Don't go anywhere. Exclusively for you, we have the Adventures Canvas Hat. It's heavy-duty cotton canvas with a wide brim and natural fraying for a unique look. This hat is perfect for the beach or hiking. Also check out our custom-made polyester satin scarves, exclusive patterns handcrafted in Minnesota. And for the men, premium American bison buffalo leather wallet. Single-fold wallet, three pockets for cars and cash. Go to UniteAmericaFirst.com and select the Merch tab to shop. It's a my pillow 2.0, and your promo code is Will or Unite One. Unite One. Unite One. It could be Will too, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Unite One. Use that promo code. You buy one of the my pillow 2.0s, you get a second one absolutely free. And they say, Well, Mike, how could you improve on the best pillow ever? The technology that this has in it, I didn't have 20 years ago. It's a temperature-regulated thread made here in the USA that I had made into the most amazing fabric ever. So you combine height, adjustable height with temperature and you get the best sleep in history just got even better. Yes, for the best night's sleep ever, use promo code UNITES1 at MyPillow.com. Promo code UNITES1, the MyPillow 2.0, the Giza sheets, the slippers, and also up to 80% off mypillow.com using promo code unites one let me tell you about tactillion.com tactillion.com make these beautiful flags that you can put on your vehicle the reason why i'm talking about them is because they build homes for veterans from the proceeds that they get when they sell these flags on their website tactillion.com if you have a vehicle that has a location that's not magnetic this one's magnetic and you can see i put it on a sports vehicle and it looks really good on there and it goes on the other vehicles anywhere there's a magnetic spot you can put it on there and it's not going to fly off or fall off if you don't have a magnetic location you can get one like this that has an adhesive backing on it and it won't go anywhere either you can go through the car washing and stay on there i'm highly impressed these are american-made right here in the United States of America. With all of these woke companies right now, why wouldn't we look into this? Why wouldn't we support a company that supports America? At least I am. That's the reason why I'm promoting tactillion.com. I encourage you to get one now, get two now. Buy them for your loved ones. Buy them for vests that you know. 
buy from military personnel that you know. Go to tactillion.com forward slash wheel and get 15% off, 15%. These are awesome. And again, let me remind you, a portion of the sales go to help build homes for veterans. Isn't that what we are about? Do it now, tactillion.com forward slash wheel. You'll love it. And we're back, everybody. Thank you so much for being with us. So we got breaking news that I want to get into before we start talking about how the Democrats are talking about these illegal immigrants are Americans. Just hot off the press right now. No charges. Listen to this. You, know, you split screen it. No charges for Biden after special counsel probe into improper handling of classified documents. Do y'all see this? So he if he had these documents, should have never had the documents which is a criminal offense, a criminal charge should be applied to him. Mm-hmm. They went after President Trump when President Trump has up to five years to have the documents before he turns them over to the National Archives. Every president has up to five years after leaving office. Five years, mind you. But they didn't even give President Trump at any of that. Up to five years. Five years. But Joe Biden, he had these documents and nothing is happening to him. Listen to listen to this information, everybody. This is maddening. Yeah, it really is, Will. So listen to this. It says, her, who, who has been investigating Biden's improper retention of the records since last year, those records included classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan, among other records related to national security and foreign policy, which her said, did have sensitive intelligence sources and methods, Will. He said, we conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter. The report states we would reach the same conclusion even if the Department of Justice policy did not foreclose criminal charges against a sitting president. Listen to his reasoning, Will. We have also considered that at trial... Mr. Biden, he even call him president, by the way, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him. As a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory. (laughs) He actually wrote that in his report. He said, based on our direct interactions with observations of him, he is someone from whom many jurors will want to identify reasonable doubt it would be difficult to convince a jury that they would that they should convict him by then a former president well into his 80s of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness so they're saying just because the jury won't convict him even though it's a serious felony and and even though he did it he did it willfully we're not going to convict him and because he's an old man we're going to have some leniency on him because he's already old and he's just he's, his mind is already gone. So we're going to leave that. They're making it like it's an excuse for his mental capacity today for his stupidity when he did the crimes, when he he, he knew better then. And they're they're giving him off on the past. This is what you call a two tier justice system. Yep. It said he 100 percent. Her actually uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. And like it repeatedly, it says that the marked classified documents had was about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan. 
It also had uh, national security and foreign policy implicating sensitive intelligence sources and methods. And her said FBI agents uncovered the materials from garages, offices, basement den in Mr. Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. So that's the gist of it, Will. No charges, even though Trump is still facing criminal charges uh, for his docs. That he that he was lawfully able to take with him. He has up to five years after leaving the White House to turn the docs over lawfully. But here it is, Joe Biden breaking the law and they give a pass. This is why I'm constantly saying demons will protect demons. We see it time and time again. They protect the they protect those who could break the law. They're protecting illegals breaking the law. They protect every Democrat that breaks the law. When you uphold the law, when you respect the law, you become the problem. That's why everything is upside down now. Nothing is the way it used to be. Up is now down. Left is now right. Stupid is now smart. You understand what I'm saying? This is the way the Democrats have created our society today. And talking about the illegal immigrants, listen to this on MSSTD talking about the illegal immigrants and referring to them as Americans, American migrants. This is such a talking point. And I'm and I'm willing to bet that you're going to hear more and more of the government state media, along with these Democrats, using the same verbiage when it comes to these illegal immigrants. Listen, the negotiation didn't have a path to citizenship. It was entirely on their terms in order to get Ukraine funding. Right. Well, I mean, Chris, that's been a failed play for 20 years. So you are right that that has been the Democratic strategy for 30 years, maybe. Uh, and it has failed to deliver for the people we care about most, the undocumented Americans that are in this country. Did y'all hear this? Did y'all hear that? Let me let me go back just a little bit. So just in case for anyone who missed it, say, wait, wait, wait a minute. What did he just say? The undocumented Americans. If you're an American, you're not undocumented. You're an American citizen. To my understanding, every American citizen Every American that's born in this country has a birth certificate. Social security. Social security. And even on your birth certificate, these stupid liberals going, well, we're not going to decide the sex if he got a penis or a vagina or if she has a vagina. We're not going to decide that later. We'll we'll decide that later on. They even take it. But still, there's the documentation of the child being born in the United States of America. There are no undocumented Americans. I'm telling you that verbiage. It's going to, I'm telling you, they're going to use that verbiage more and more in the up and coming days. Listen. The undocumented Americans that are in this country. This is also not 2013 any longer when we ran that play last. And you see how he kind of hesitated when he was saying it? The undocumented Americans. I couldn't believe it when the first time I heard that. And I said, you know what? This is just me paying attention to them, looking how they do. I'm telling you right now, every last one of them are going to be doing the same thing over and over and over again, because that's what they do. Now, there is this thing with the Democrats, with the Democrats wanting to get all the illegal aliens voting in the United States of America. And here's proof of that. Listen, look at this one with the illegal immigrants being asked, who are they going to vote for? Right. Who are they going to vote for in the 2024 election? Knowing good and well, they have no 
rights to vote in our elections. None. But listen to who they say they're going to vote for. You know, the right to vote? Para quien se va a votar? All of these illegal migrants saying that they're going to vote for Joe Biden. All of them saying they're voting for Joe. I mean, really? Really? And when you hear the Democrats say that voter suppression, the Republicans are doing voter suppression, it's not because of black people. They use black people as a camouflage in what they're doing. That's what they use. They use black people as a camouflage in talking about voter suppression because no black American citizen is unable to vote unless they've committed a crime in the state that they live in. But other than that, you get to vote. Ever since I turned 18, I've been voting. Ever since. Never had an issue. It was always easy. They're talking about illegal aliens not being able to vote. Illegal. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Many people tell you to buy gold and silver, which is not a bad idea. The only problem is you can't eat gold and silver. What do you think will be one of the most valuable things when the recession hits the bottom? Seeds. More specifically, organic seeds, just to name a few. Sunflower, carrots, broccoli, cucumber, milkweed, lettuce, tomatoes, jalapeno, and many more. There is nothing like growing your own food and being able to prepare it, cook it, and eat it. Go to UniteAmericaFirst.com, click on Conservative Shop, click on Living Seed Company. You get 10% off when you use promo code WILL. You have the power to get prepared today. Barma hats are where style and leather come together to create exceptional headwear. Proudly made in the USA, experience craftsmanship like never before, and they're 100% leather hats, handcrafted in the heart of Minnesota, USA. Their premium full grain cattle leather ensures unparalleled quality and durability 
for all your outdoor adventures. Amazing features include 50 plus UV protection, water resistant, foldable design that is convenient on the go, effortlessly stow your hat in the free travel bag provided, and the vintage oiled wax finish that only gets better with age. Whether you're hiking through rugged terrain, enjoying a day at the beach, or simply strolling through town, these hats are the ideal choice. As a UFA producer, you see me wear mine every day, and everywhere I go, I get compliments and asked where I get mine. Don't miss out on the chance to own a hat that seamlessly blends fashion, functionality, and quality. Visit UniteAmericaFirst.com and go to our merch page today and discover the world of handcrafted leather excellence. Elevate your adventure, elevate your style, shop now. Okay, let's just go right to this one with Ted Cruz talking about the border situation and talking about what the Democrats are trying to do. The the whole border issue is they don't even care about the border. They don't. The Democrats have used this last border bill because they knew it wasn't going to pass. So they had to try to change the narrative and turn it around. I'm so thankful that Ted Cruz actually finally calls it out for what it is. They're trying to do the manipulation game. Listen. As I observed on X last night, once sane Republican would side with Joe Biden over the state of Texas in this battle to secure the border. That's what this bill did. So as a policy matter, it was terrible policy. And as a matter of politics, it was even dumber. It was obvious from day one this bill would never pass into law. Speaker of the House said it was dead on arrival. House leadership all said it has zero chance of passage. So if it wasn't going to pass into law, if you knew that, and we did know that, what was the purpose of it? The entire purpose of this bill is to give political camouflage for Democrats running in November. Exactly. The objective of this bill was, number one, to do nothing, so to, so to do zero to, to, to secure the border, but to let every Democrat running for office say, gosh, I wanted to secure the border, but those mean Republicans wouldn't let us. This is all about talking points to deceive the voters. We're already seeing Democrat candidates across the country repeating that I was ready to secure the border, but the Republicans didn't. It's an utter lie. Remember again, Joe Biden can secure the border any day he wants. He doesn't want to. And by the way, we could have passed legislation that every one of us would have supported. H.R. 2 that passed the House of Representatives. I've introduced H.R. 2 in the Senate. Chuck Schumer wants a bill that I'll vote for Ukraine aid on it. Give me Ukraine aid and H.R. 2 and I'll vote for that. Because that actually would secure the border. And what did Chuck Schumer say at the outset? Nope. H.R. 2 is off the table. Why? Because the Democrats do not want to secure the border. They want this invasion. And the Americans who are dying as a result, they're willing to look the other way. They're willing to look the other way. Finally, someone called them out for what it is. The Democrats, they do this every single time. They take a bill and they know if they if it's not going to pass, they'll put a few things in there that the country wants. 
just as just because they know that the Republicans are going to say no to the bill because they never address the things that are in the bill that the country doesn't want. And everything that the Democrats want is what the country doesn't want. So with when they package this bill together, they go out, the Democrats go out and say, see, look, the Republicans, they don't want to protect you. The Republicans don't want to secure our borders. The Republican is the reason why we have this border crisis right now. As if you, the American people, are, going, are too stupid to remember that Joe Biden on February 2nd of 2021 did executive orders to overturn everything that President Trump had in place. This is the reason right now where all of them are saying that Joe Biden has the authority to go ahead and just pick up the phone call and say, shut the border down. He can do it. He can do it right now. He doesn't have to wait on anybody. But they don't want to do that. They want the illegals coming into the country. They need the chaos coming into the country. And then you hear about like Nikki Haley constantly talking about, well, the Republican chaos and the Democrat chaos. You hear Nikki Haley all the time saying that. Y'all remember that? Y'all have heard that, right? Let me show you. Let me share with you. Let me share with you what Nikki Haley said. Because she's, she's just here recently because she lost in Nevada. This is Nevada that she lost in. And this is, uh, what was this on MSNBC or MSSTD? It's one of the liberal media outlets, of course. And they're asking her, don't you think that this is going to hurt you? Don't you think this is going to hurt you? But she's talked about the chaos. She brings up the chaos with the Democrat party and the chaos with the Republican party. Like she's better than both parties. Like she is the right choice. And I constantly look at the, uh, the comments. Y'all let me know. Split screen it for me. What do you think about Nikki Haley saying what she's saying here in this clip? And then I want to show you the results of what CNN said about her losing because she's a loser. Does that situation in Nevada hurt a little bit? No. I mean, Nevada, it's such a scam. They were supposed to have a primary. Trump rigged it so that the GOP chairman, who's been indicted, would go and create a caucus. We knew months ago that we weren't going to spend a day or a dollar in Nevada because it wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't even count. Basically, she's saying that you in Nevada, you are not worth it. You're not even worth her time. You're not even worth a one red Democrat cent because the Democrats are pouring money into her. You're not worth it. So if she feels like this about Nevada, which I see Nevada as part of the United States of America, how does she feel about all the other states and all the other people that's not supporting her? You are not worth it. You're not worth her time. Not even one Democrat red cent. Nevada, that wasn't anything we were looking at. We knew that was rigged from the start. Sure. Our focus is on South Carolina, Michigan, Super Tuesday. So if you look what we did in Iowa and you look what we did in New Hampshire, we're continuing to grow. That's what matters, I think, more than anything else. But look at what happened this week. Mm. Here you have Republicans lost a major vote on the border. Mm -hmm. Republicans lost a major vote on Israel. Donald Trump was found that he will not have immunity in all of these court cases coming up. The RNC chair is fired. Mm -hmm. All of this chaos is happening around us and Donald Trump's fingerprints are on every bit of it. We can't continue as the Republican Party to go forward 
with this chaos. You don't defeat Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. Mm. And that's why we've got to see a change. I, is that situation? You see that? So we have to see a change. Talking about the, the chaos, the Democrat chaos and the Republican chaos. So is Nikki Haley not running as a Republican? Because she's actually bringing division. She's trying to bring division. She is. She is. Yeah. She's trying to bring division within the Republican party. Nobody cares about her. She is the Trojan horse that everyone kept saying. Ramaswamy Vivek. He's the Trojan horse. Not paying attention to Nikki Haley at the time, and now people are starting to see it. And I kept saying this. I said, you know what? I don't. I don't think Vivek is the, the Trojan horse. I don't think that he's the Trojan horse. And a lot of people kept talking about what his past, his past. How many of y'all got a beautiful past? I'm just asking the question. My past is not all that great. Look, my past, I used to be a Democrat. So Trump. So Trump used to be a Democrat in the past. But I'd be darned if I ever vote another Democrat. God healed my mind. People wake up, but but this, I was going to say Hillary Clinton, but Nikki Haley, same thing. Same thing. She says she's a Republican. She's not. Well, listen to this. This was on MSSTD. I said CNN, but this is MSSTD. Pretty much the same thing as well. Listen to what they say about Nikki Haley losing in Nevada against a non-candidate. There was no other candidates on there. Just had R. We all know that's for Trump, right? Watch this. Haley, without Trump's name even on the ballot, still loses to the none option by better than two to one. So that's that is a tough reality for her. Trump is even on the ballot and she loses. And it's a closed primary. So it really reinforces what we've been seeing, that when you're just talking about Republican voters, she's really she's really getting clobbered with Republican voters, Uh, independents and Democrats uh, that keep her. in. Oh, you hear that? Independents and Democrats that are the only ones keeping her in it. That's the only reason why she's still there. Because the independents and Democrats, are there any independents and Democrats watching right now? Are there any? Leave me a comment. Said, well, America wants Nikki. Say it in the comment. Say it in the comment. I'm looking in the comments. You have every right to say it. You know, I'm not going to beat you up because you say it, because you have every right to say it. You have every right to say it. No, no takers. <laughs> okay, before we get out of here, I want to share another thing because, you know, Tucker tonight is going to air his interview with Putin. Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> with Putin. And they are angry. But you know who's the number one angry person about all of this? About Tucker going to interview Putin? Because, look, I want to hear what Putin has to say. I think it's only right that we get to hear what Putin say. The government state media shouldn't be coming us telling us what we can and can't hear. Listen to this one. Here's the number one person upset with Tucker interviewing Putin. Tucker Carlson is in Moscow right now interviewing Vladimir Putin. Right. The first American, I'll say, journalist uh, to interview Putin since the war in Ukraine Mm -hmm. began. What does that tell you about Tucker Carlson and right-wing media and also Vladimir Putin? Well, it shows me what I think we've all known. He's what's called a useful idiot. I mean, if you actually read translations of what's being said on Russian media, they make fun of him. Really? They make fun of Tucker? They're making fun of Tucker? If anything, they're making fun of this witch, 
I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with a Russian outlet because he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not no. true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's uh, pack of lies about no. Ukraine. Uh, so I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview. Wow. I wouldn't see why he wouldn't give me an interview. Really? Really? Well, do we have this one really quick? I want did, did I put it in here? I don't think I put it in there, did I? There was one, there was actually a video where the all of them wanting to talk to Tucker. He's he's there, he's getting in his vehicle, and they're all rushing him. Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. Like he's a movie star, he's a rock star in Russia as well as in the United States of America, and they can't stand it. See, the government, state media, they want to control everything that Tucker says. They want to control everything that you hear. That's the very reason why they're attacking Will Johnson, because I'm on Lindell TV. They've attacked me. They've attacked me because I'm telling you the truth. They have attacked me. They've attacked me financially. They have hit me extremely hard. But you notice I don't constantly talk about finances because America is hurting. They hit me hard because I'm here on Lindell TV. Well, Absolute Truth is up next. Emerald Robinson, stay tuned. We just talked about it. God bless everybody. Exclusively for you, we have the Adventures Canvas Hat. It's heavy-duty cotton canvas with a wide brim and natural fraying for a unique look. This hat is perfect for the beach or hiking. Also check out our custom-made polyester satin scarves, exclusive patterns handcrafted in Minnesota. And for the men, premium American bison buffalo leather wallet. Single-fold wallet, three pockets for cars and cash. Go to UniteAmericaFirst.com and select the Merch tab to shop. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Many people tell you to buy gold and silver, which is not a bad idea. The only problem is you can't eat gold and silver. What do you think will be one of the most valuable things when the recession hits the bottom? Seeds. More specifically, organic seeds. Just to name a few. Sunflower, carrots, broccoli, cucumber, milkweed, lettuce, tomatoes, jalapeno, and many more. There is nothing like growing your own food and being able to prepare it, cook it, and eat it. Go to UniteAmericaFirst.com, click on Conservative Shop, click on Living Seed Company. You get 10% off when you use promo code WILL. You have the power to get prepared today.